The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. and admit you're in danger. Who are you talking to right now? Who is it you think you see? Do you know how much I make a year? I mean, even if I told you, you wouldn't believe it. Do you know what would happen if I suddenly decided to stop going into work? A business big enough that it could be listed on the NASDAQ goes belly up, disappears. It ceases to exist without me. No, you clearly don't know who you're talking to. So let me clue you in. I am not in danger, Skylar. I am the danger. A guy opens his door and gets shot, and you think that of me? No. I am the one who knocks. 
again. It's the Malcolm Go podcast. Uh, Tony and Tyler here getting ready on a, what, the 11th of January? Got to say, I was uh, out. I was sick the last couple weeks. Got a bad case of the flu. The influenza uh, virus got me. Uh, what you been up to, Ty? I don't know. Did you guys miss us? It's just a resounding no in <laughs> Patriots Nation. <laughs> My emails beg to differ. <laughs> Um, they've been tell- telling me left and right how much they missed me. Um, of course, you know, they missed twenty five thousand strong. They need us getting after me um, on on Instagram, on Twitter, and on email at MalcolmGoPodcast at gmail dot com. Um, so lo- lots happened since we last talked. Really, um, my headphones have ceased to work for some reason. I know they're going in and out, but yeah, who knows? Uh, it's weird. Not know. much happened like on the field. Yeah, I mean, very a lot happened off the field, not much on the field. Um, but as we go through this, I might have to pause. This is driving me fucking bananas. Um, well, there we go. Now we're now we're uh, now we're good. Got that thing all fucking Jerry rigged up there. Really so, some there. would call that a different type of rigged. Um, my dad would anyway. Oh Jesus, <laughs> Malcolm Podcast. <laughs> Soon you know the Malcolm Go Podcast officially back. Yeah, it's like going off the rails yeah. here. <laughs> Niggas is wildin'. So anyway, so I started with the the classic Breaking Bad quote because of Tom Brady's excellent Instagram that got me fired up, ready to run through a brick wall. The "I am the storm" quote, which classic. Fate whispers to the warrior, "You cannot withstand the storm," and the warrior whispers back, "I am the storm." That was that. That was a good one. It got the boys going. I was a little nervous going to the playoffs until I saw that quote. Yeah. Tom Brady's been posting excellent Instagram posts. Yeah. Like, for the last, I don't know, six weeks or so. He did it, like, uh, before Pittsburgh. I was like, no chance they lose. He had, like, some ridiculous one. It was, like, probably, like, two paragraphs long. And I was like, this guy's fucking ready. Yeah. He's just in, like, another, uh, like, dimension almost of how fired up yeah. he can get. And how, like, zoned in he is. Like, some people can just eliminate all outside you know interaction and just become so focused on something and fired up i've never like i've never been i played football i have zero emotion i like no. when I, especially because we were just terrible and i lost all the time i just be like i don't just don't care like i was <laughs> i had nothing this guy cares about it so much it's like i've never cared about anything that much that was the best in um, when i played in college me and my buddy we were just on special teams so yeah. like you're not really into teams. the game yeah you're just sitting on the sidelines just fucking around with your buddy like we were laughing a lot we'd always joke around like you just see guys come off who's like this is my fucking wife <laughs> it's like oh, bleeding Jesus. from the fucking forehead i just don't get it i don't yeah. understand what you <laughs> what am know. i missing this is d7 i'm really not yeah. here to have a great time no just doing it to, to pass the time. Yeah, just so I can get into the parties, the football parties. Yeah, do, they, do they have cheerleaders on, on teams like that? Oh, they had cheerleaders. Do they? Oh, yeah. Squad. Just, yeah. All the skankiest of the high school cheerleaders. Yeah. The bases. A lot of fat, all the fat ones, the bases. That's who makes D3 cheerleaders. Yeah, they're just all bases. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like when you play that game. Of, yeah. Remember that game, uh, Ice Hockey on, any, on uh, NES? The first, like, oh, hockey yeah, game yeah. ever. You can just pick fat guy, skinny guy, or, like, Muscular guy, I'd always go four fat guys. Yeah. That, that was the Bridgewater State football team's uh, cheerleaders. A lot of chafing on those thighs, <laughs> to say the Just least. A lot of rug burn and yeah. th- thigh. Uh... Oh, good. Sunny. I was hoping you'd come out. Um, so anyway, Sunny's messing around a little bit early. You've got a new jungle gym in your house. Do Yeah. My, 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 the Mountain Go Podcast studios have turned into a, uh, a jungle gym until we move to the new studio, which is, you know. 
being delayed, as we say. They're you know, really fitting it out with some nice uh, big screen monitors. Yeah. We're going to have a lot of uh, interactive a lot of film, we have some, cameras. Uh, some stands for a live studio audience. We're going to have live studio. Definitely gonna a live studio. We're yeah. uh, going to have live studio. going to have the big screens. going to have some, you know, a lot of, you know, just my sound machines will be there. And see that thing cut open and see that little Kentner boy spill out all over the dock. Yeah, you know, just for fun. <laughs> just funsies. Hey, where are the white women at? Yeah, we'll have a little soundboard going. The boys will get cracking up. You know, we'll have, uh, you know, we'll have live questions coming in from the people in. Uh, there we go. Yeah, you know, phone calls, all types of stuff. The big studio. So right You're now, talking about a hot tub, uh, hot tub podcast, or something? well, there'll be hot tub podcast, definitely yeah. hot tub podcast. Um, so anyway, moving on. Finally, we're going to see a playoff game in New England for uh, first time in one year. Uh, we got you know since the Super Bowl, we're back playing Tennessee, who had the miracle win uh, down in Kansas City. I would say Kansas City kind of choked it away. How bad is Alex Smith? I don't think he's bad at all. I just think that fucking. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I think it's Andy Reid that just fucks everything up I for that team. I just think Alex Smith is he had ridiculous, if you read really his, bad. His stats this year, he was like one of the top three or four quarterbacks in the league. He, he threw for like 4,000 yards. Yeah, but 97% of his completions are four yards down the field. And I don't know. He hit some bombs this year with Tyreek Hill, who I can't like because he just beat his pregnant wife mercilessly. Did he? In college, yeah. Everyone, yeah. And they, everyone just forgets. Yeah. People don't forget Tyreek. People don't forget because you're fast. <laughs> like uh, he fucking yeah, he was like, it was like really bad. He got kicked out of college for it. I think something like, about being a wide receiver it doesn't seem that big of a deal. Like when you're like a defensive end, everyone is scared of that person, guys and girls. But yeah. no one's really scared of a wide receiver. But yeah, I guess he could if he's an NFL player. Well, wide receivers are supposed to be like pretty boys, like like Duke Coke, like Michael Irvin. Yeah. They're not supposed to beat the shit Even out that of you. Kicker, like yeah, technically, he's, but kicker is like remember Prater beat his wife. Prater, I don't remember that. But That's I'll, why he got kicked out of uh, Denver. Yeah, really? I, kickers got an issue with me. The kids are always bullied. They're very bullied. Oh yeah. As, as, a, as a lifestyle, they're just a bullied person. They're just mentally you like fuck abused. It's the worst it's thing been ever. Nothing to but linebackers making fun of you your entire life. I know. And you're making like you know, if you're great, you're making like I don't know a tenth of what they're making still. Right. Like even the great, what's Stephen Goskowski makes like three million a year, and he's the best in the league, and he gets paid a yeah, and that's like a ton. Yeah, like, can you believe they pay a kicker this much? <laughs> that's ridiculous. He's taking up zero point one percent of the cap. Mm-hmm. Um, so since uh, we last spoke, obviously the biggest story around here anyway has been the ESPN uh, debacle. The Seth Wickersham or Hackersham, I call him. I thought it was do, just do, good do. wholesome reporting. Yeah, great. I didn't even <laughs> read it. Back. I refuse to read. ESPN hit pieces, which fucking clear, always, every single year, it's like clockwork now. The the week before the Patriots have their first playoff game, every year, this guy or somebody else, it's usually somebody at ESPN, Seth has done it twice, uh, come out with a cheating article or some anti-Patriots article. Oh I'm God. starting to think that maybe he works for the team because all it does is serve as motivation inside that locker room. Well, there was rumors out there that uh, Belichick might have uh, leaked the article himself Oh yeah, just to get Brady fired up because all it did was basically say Brady's old. Does Brady still have it? Imagine, imagine outrageous how, claims in it. Imagine if he actually did that and said that like a week before the playoffs started like just to get Brady to like another level. It, it was fucking like, absolutely snowballed on them. They were like, first it was, yeah, Tom Brady and Belichick and Kraft uh, they have a rift, oh and then it's like has falls with all these like points, and I didn't read it, and I'm like literally like just taking it off other articles, 
um, where he basically says, you know, uh, that he fought McDaniels with McDaniels' dad in the stands. Can you believe he would yell at Josh McDaniels with his dad in the stands? And like basically that it was all because of Alex Guerrero and they and uh, he's just the Yoko Ono of the team. And that uh, is hilarious to think that in the middle of a game. Brady starts yelling at his offensive coordinator over something, yeah. and they somehow spun into, do you know why he was really yelling? It's like, <laughs> he probably just made a, a call he didn't like, and he's fired up, so he yelled at something. He, he was mad because he knew that he missed Brandon Cooks wide open. Yeah. And he Josh was like, he was wide open. That's yeah. exactly what happened. Um, so Tom Curran had a decent uh, article about it that basically like did it from like t- uh, Brady's point of view. And um, you know it was pretty good. It was like, Listen, you, you, you want me to take less every single year, and then you're going to yell at me on the sidelines? Fuck you. And it was pretty good. Um, it makes sense. Um, I didn't really think, like, uh, there were some things that were just outrageously, like, lies. Like, they said that, lies. that the Brady never got, like, Patriots Player of the Week yet. Which, that doesn't exist. It's not yeah, even a real the, thing. The Patriots Player of the Week award, which is nothing that doesn't yeah. exist. I know they give out, like, Practice Player of the Week, but it's always to... Practice squad, guys. Yeah, yeah. it's the guys who just... Yeah, it's the guys who, like, you don't even don't even make the roster. Yeah, Rob and, Gronkowski has not gotten a Practice Player no, of the Week. ever. Once. Maybe, and I doubt it even still, in, like, 2011, his rookie year. Um, but, yeah, they just made up outrageous claims. Like, he was celebrating Jimmy Garoppolo being traded. Not didn't happen. He said that they locked Jimmy Garoppolo like out of uh, the TB12 center. That was hilarious. <laughs> he locked him out. They this said he. The, this they, is, yeah. Well, the article said that he went to the door and knocked on the door, <laughs> and that you could see like, a bunch of guys in the background just scrambling and hiding behind desks. The lights went out. Stop it! Did it <laughs> really? <laughs> That's how he described it. He described it like, yeah. He's like, he's like Garoppolo knew they were in there. But they didn't come to the door. It's like, what do you think they do? Like, hide behind a plant? Like, it's like Macaulay Culkin is in there with the fucking playing with the Michael Jordan fucking standee, uh-huh. like just going back and forth. <laughs> and he's uh, uh that's like, how funny would that really be though? If you're like Jimmy, like what? I don't get it, <laughs> like, I, dude. You're an adult. I see you. <laughs> you're there, and I just want to get a massage. And, yeah. and it turns out like he had his own swipe card. He could just yeah. go any day, any time of the week. That's like the move when you're like a kid. Like you would just hope your friends never pulled on you. Like you go to their house and they're like inside and, knock up, and they all yeah. And you're the one on the outside. You never wanted to be like, <laughs> kid. like why are they doing this to me? Just <laughs> nonsense. <laughs> guys are friends. Like <laughs> the yeah the Patriots of the Patriot of the Week thing was hilarious. So he said that like Kraft could feel the tension. So he made Belichick's trade Garoppolo, which. Makes no sense because we've gone over it a million times. There's literally an it was an impossibility to keep Brady and Kraft. I mean Kraft and Garoppolo next year. No, it you make good point. Kraft has to go. Yeah, Kraft <laughs> should go. That's why I want to. Someone I heard someone uh, say that that Robert Kraft's going to sell the team at the end of the year. Definitely he's done with football. He hates money. Hates <laughs> it because he's fucking. Literally, you couldn't have a more. Uh, Lucrative business or fun. Like if you <laughs> have if you have six billion dollars at that point, like I don't know what else you're gonna do. He Go bought run the team your box company like for like three hundred million dollars. Yeah, uh, and that came with a stadium, which you know he 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 bought a team with a stadium that was in the middle of nowhere. T- draft you know traded for Belichick, you know out of nowhere drafted Tom Brady, fucking. Those two guys made him a gazillionaire. Yeah. Because now he's got a giant new stadium, a fucking mall that's in it, and the team's worth the second the second most in the league, which is more than any other team in, in sports in the United States. It's like, I forget what it was, like $9 billion or something. Fuck knows. You could, that's like a, a, 
I don't even know what it is, but it's if somebody did the math. Listen, we're not is, good at numbers here. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm not a math guy. But I'm gonna say it's it's a decent turnaround from 300 million to like nine billion. Yeah, it's, in fucking 22 years. I mean, real estate what doubles in 10 years? I mean, even if you did that, you'd only be at about 900 million. And he's at like. Ten times that. And it's funny. They keep saying, like, Belichick's going to go. It's like, do you honestly think that... That was the next thing. That yeah. that there's not so... Like, Belichick could just leave and kill... Like, he's not signed for the next yeah. four years. Like, he's under contract. Yeah. So, he's, I mean, they would just be like, no, you're not allowed to coach anywhere. Like, no, exactly. we'll just pay... We'll just keep paying you whatever we want. We don't want you in the league. The best part is that Belichick makes his own contract. Like, he's the GM, so he just pays himself, basically. <laughs> and he doesn't make his contract known to anybody, so nobody knows when his details are. They did say that he gets paid, because when they More heard ten million or John Gruden's deal, uh, it was supposed to be like, whatever, $100 million over 10, 10 years. years. Yeah. He said the only person that's going to get, someone on ESPN said the only person getting paid more than that would be Belichick. Yeah, but no one knows that. And no like, one knows the like, number, but. I remember like three or four years ago, it came out, it was like $8 million or something. And I was like, that seems low. But like, it was still more than everybody yeah. else. And, and, again, if you're a coach, it doesn't matter because it's not against salary cap. You can pay them a zillion dollars, which they should, really. Um, so, yeah, there was all that speculation. He's got – like, all the all the New York Post, they, they all fucking sunk their teeth in. They were like, fucking one day it's it's a, a cover of him being Bella Cheat and, like, fucking making fun of him and Tom Brady, like, you know, deflating balls and calling him Bella Cheat everywhere. The next day it's – oh. No, it's uh, we, yeah. Here it could be Patricia or McDaniel, yeah. both great guys. Worked under Belichick. They and then the next day, it's like, bring the hoodie home, baby. Right. He's coming back to New York. They got a picture of him in the Giants' un- fucking sweatshirt. Like, ah, oh, we stop. He's it's not so gonna dumb. leave. The reason the why greatest franchise he built himself, that, especially that every single contract on the the Pats, he negotiated. He he's deciding. Like he built his roster. From the, ground up for every single player. Now yeah. he's going to go to a new team and have to deal with this new roster with shit. And Connor. also work he's, under under a GM. Yeah, that, and clean house. He's like, no, I got to do that shit. Yeah, let's just start over. I'm 67. Why won't not I just go to New York and work under a GM and fucking go from Tom Brady to Eli Manning? Yeah, and uh, this terrible a roster that full went, of what, egomaniacs. Three and thirteen against yeah. a team that's two to one to win the Super yeah, Bowl exactly. right now in the division. Oh. It here. makes no sense. They try to make Guerrero the Yoko Ono. He comes out with his own little article, like saying it wasn't him. He didn't do anything. And then Belichick basically just ripped everybody apart. He was like, first of all, I didn't read it. And then he was like, I have no problems with everyone. I have a great working relationship with everybody, including Alex. And then he was like, I just don't know what this is coming from. There's no sources named. It's all, it's all, uh, you know, made up bullshit. And then he fucking later on, he 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 must have read it like after he gave that like um. He, he probably read it before, but he he said that uh you know after he read it, then he goes through like point by point like this is bullshit. It was like he, they because there was something in there like him and uh, Goodell had like a sit down meeting yeah for like I don't know half a day like a a week before the trading Over what like a week ago or something. He was like that never happened. Last time yeah. I saw him was in Mexico City on the sidelines, and then he said um yeah and Kraft was like. They had Kraft and Belichick. They met for half a day to discuss the Garoppolo trade. It's the dumbest and he thing he was ever. like, that never happened. Kraft just fucking was like vehement, vehemently denied it. Said, you're a fucking asshole. This the other thing they said, any yeah. sense. It, they had a half day meeting and then yeah. tensions were very weird. Like vibes were weird around yeah. the room. It's like, who? Ha- like, that, guy, that guy knows. Nobody feels like that. No. What the, it's, you're talking about grown men. They're sitting there like, what? Like whispering to each other. Like, I wonder what that was all well, about. Well, the best like, part is. You would just bring it up. You're not. Yeah. Fuck, everyone's not afraid. Like, yeah, they know. 
you got a Hall of Fame quarterback that's going to be MVP this year. If not, he's going to be second in MVP voting this year. Uh, he's 40. Sure, he's old, but he's got two more years left on his contract. He's still playing at the top of the NFL. Who would you rather have you going can't into afford both in next year? This guy has won five Super Bowls yeah. for you. He knows how to win Super Bowls. You're making a run again this year. You know you're going to compete again next year. Uh, you know, trade it for, you know, it's trade that guy or trade the guy that got hurt in his second game for you. Yeah. It doesn't – Just because he had, like, a decent – He know. didn't even have outrageous stats. No, he didn't. He, he, he six, played well. He had six touchdowns and five interceptions. Yeah, and – exactly. And he threw – he averaged, like, 250 yards he a game. He won the games, which is what everyone's, like, psyched about. Yeah. And everyone – look, he's play, he played great. He he won the games. He made a lot of, like, last-second comebacks. So, like, everyone was, like, comparing him to Brady, and he looked good. But th- you don't change the fact that he got hurt his second game here. He threw fucking – he barely, uh, you know, he had a one-to-one ratio touchdown to interceptions. Um, he did make the team look a lot better. But they I mean, weren't still, you're not that bad get, this year. You put Tom Brady on San Francisco, same exact thing is going to happen. When Hoyer, when Hoyer was playing for them, they lost, like, the first six games by, like, 12 points total. Yeah. They were losing every game by, like, a field goal. And then they benched him for that shitty rookie they drafted who sucks. And then Hoyer obviously got traded here, but... There's not, like, I feel like it's always like this with any backup young quarterback. Like, they'll just draft another one who's going to be pretty good, I'm sure. Like, Yeah, I mean, Garoppolo, everyone fucking is, is, I don't know. It's just, like, there's so much, there's so much like, heat around Jimmy. Like, it was, I don't know, it didn't even start like that. It, like, it became, like, people loved him in, like, training camp, and then all of a sudden, like, ESPN guys are like, oh, I looked at him at the combine, and he was the greatest I've ever seen. And, like, it just became, like, this fucking... He became this darling that, like, he's the next guy. He's yeah. the guy. He's the guy. If he had, like, male pattern baldness, like, no one would be talking about yeah, him. If he was, that. Yeah, mediocre. If yeah. he looked like Brian Hoyer, he'd just be he, a backup quarterback. Exactly. No one would even think about it. He kind of, <laughs> but he's, like, gorgeous. So, like, everyone kind of knows his name. Yeah. So, fucking get Jimmy involved. And then, you know, Jimmy took over for Tom and won the games, uh, or he won the first game that they were supposed to lose. You know, they went to Arizona. And then uh, he got fucking hurt. I don't get it. Like, uh, yeah. He looked good in those games, but he got hurt. What are you going to tell? I mean, Brady has been hurt once. He tore his ACL and never missed another minute, ever. And the Brissett was kind of one of those things where it was like, uh, I just never thought he was going to be a, a Patriots-type quarterback. No, and I feel like they were like, all right, well, we're going to need a, a backup quarterback for Jimmy in those first four games. Yeah. Why don't we draft this guy that we know will probably be able to flip instead of just signing, I don't know, fucking Derek Anderson or some old-ass fucking backup quarterback. Yeah, nobody. For, yeah. Yeah, because that was Parcells' guy. He wanted fucking, you know, he probably told, you know, Belichick all about him. He's like, get him in the league. Get him acclimated. He's like a good, high-character guy. Yeah. And they liked him, but he just wasn't fucking. And he was solid. I mean, came in, he's fine. But he's not great. He's not, like, going to be a good. So they're like, oh, I can't believe they traded Brissett. It's like, well, Brissett's playing in the playoffs. We're not going to win the Super Bowl anyway. So that's all they care about. Why have him on the roster? Trade him. Jimmy's almost like the same thing. If he's playing for us right now, they're not going to win the Super Bowl with their team's not like they need. They need an, the elitist, yeah. fucking most like, like the, the Saints, the guy that people get nervous playing. Yeah, they need the guy that fucking people get nervous playing. If Drew Brees gets hurt, they're done. That's it. It doesn't yeah. matter who their backup quarterback is. So why have a pretty good backup? It's not going to matter. No, it's it. A backup quarterback is supposed to win you a game, yeah, or, or two games. You know, until your quarterback comes back. 
It's not supposed to win you a Super Bowl. And all the other coaches who have like good backup quarterbacks do that because they know if their starter gets hurt and they go five and eleven, they could get fired this year. Yeah, they're fucked. Brady's not, they're not Belichick's not getting fired, so you don't need a backup quarterback. Yeah. It doesn't fucking matter. No. Just chalk the season up as a loss and try and to win. And they still win eleven games. The year that Brady got hurt, fucking Matt Castle, who was nothing but a journeyman, mm. went eleven and five. Although they had I've looked at this so many times because a lot of people that bring up the Belichick Versus Brady, who was more important thing? They're like, well, you know, uh, Belichick went eleven and five with Matt Castle. The, the schedule that year was it had to be the worst schedule in in, in, in fucking recorded NFL history. Tom Brady would have went sixteen and zero. Yeah, that's and the other fucking thing. Fucking averaged fucking eighty points more than people. You look at that. I'm not even joking. I remember it. I was like, they're gonna go sixteen and zero again. Yeah, because I looked. They played like. You know, the first game was the Chiefs, who were terrible the year before. Every single team they played was just terrible. And they played, you know, the, even the first place teams that they played that year, I just remember they all had really down years. And fucking Matt Castle was fucking winning games. The other thing, too, is that team, yeah, that team the year before was winning games by, like, 48 points. Yeah. They had, like, 20-point spreads and it shit like that. It was the same offense. They were ridiculous. And they had the same exact team. And they were good. Yeah, they're good because the team was loaded. But, yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, I don't. Obviously, I don't know. It's tough. I think there was a big argument uh, about uh, the, I guess, last couple of weeks. So, who's more important, Brady or Belichick? I don't know. I just don't think Brady wins the Super Bowls without Belichick. But I could see Belichick winning uh, Super well, Bowls with somebody else. Well, is definitely the first one three. person. Maybe the first. He could have won some of the first three. Those first three teams. Well, definitely the first. Probably the second. Where. All defense. Those teams, Those teams were, were all loaded. defensive teams. Brady barely did anything, and like the he want, obviously has that last second drive, last minute drive. Yeah, that's like you know everyone remembers. And but they weren't losing. No, they weren't losing. But he, you know that's what did he even do? I don't even know if he uh, he did. He threw one touchdown. To David Patton in that game. But yeah, he, he threw the I, in the corner. The, uh, the out and up. The yeah. classic out, which is funny because but if you watch like the, you, there was that video of all the the Brady. Touchdowns, yeah, eight, the, eight minutes. By the way, yeah, in play in the playoffs, yeah. all Brady's touchdowns in the play, and like some of the old moves they used to do, like fifteen years ago, like the the over exaggerated pump at the guy <laughs> in the line of scrimmage, and the cornerback would bite for it, like yeah, <laughs> and then they just throw it deep. Yeah, so they had like, those don't work anymore. No, they had um yeah, so he threw the one touchdown in 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 that game, and then fucking you had Ty Law scored a touchdown, and then that was it, right? It was. They won fucking seventeen to fourteen, or is that am I wrong? Yeah, yeah, seventeen fourteen, something like that. Yeah, Taiwan had a pick six. They might have had twenty. They might have had twenty one points. I forget what they won by so long ago. But it was um no, anyway. It was fourteen. It was fucking the the defense was stacked for two thousand one, two thousand three, and two thousand four. Two thousand three is probably the best Patriots defense ever. They gave up like I think they gave up zero rushing touchdowns that season, and like Jesus. it was ridiculous. Like you couldn't even. It's something you couldn't even comprehend nowadays it was like zero rushing touchdowns and like eight passing touchdowns they had like they gave up like 150 points the season it was it was was like they were like a little bit worse than the 2000 ravens yeah and they were just fucking mowed everybody down they lost two games that or maybe they lost three games that year i forget Uh, i'm thinking 2004 they lost two games and um you know the defenses are just sick i mean yeah, I don't think I think that Belichick could have won those Super Bowls with fucking maybe Drew Bledsoe, 
maybe could like have done it. Or like a Vinny Tessaverde. Yeah, some, like a, a solid. A, a smart quarterback yeah. that just gets the ball where it needs to be and doesn't make mistakes. A veteran, yeah, yeah. some sort of veteran that, and I feel like that's, that's what exactly he would have probably done. Yeah. He would have just been cycling in these veteran guys who aren't over the hill. They can still play, but they're, you know, on their last contract. Yeah, they get very four few. years out of one guy, four years out of the next. Like, he would have just kept cycling through. 2001 especially, it was very much a defensive team that, you know, Brady would score a few points, but the defense would not give up any. No. You know, and it would be like... Just don't turn the ball over. Yeah, exactly. So it was a lot of dump-off passes, like yeah. way to the outside. Nobody could touch them. They weren't throwing, like, seam passes and all this crazy shit they do now. I don't really remember Brady being, like, um, like, like in the early days, like, Peyton, in those when the Pats used to play uh, the Colts, like, Peyton was by far better than Brady. Like, I don't think Brady really caught up until the later years. Mid-2000s. I mean, not necessarily after, against each other. I would say, no. I mean, after mid-2005, I would say. Yeah, yeah, statistically, definitely. I mean, in will and drive and, like, his team's winning. I mean, it was different, Brady yeah. didn't wi- – I mean, the Colts never had, like, elite defenses, but they had a couple good defenses, and Brady would just eat them up, and Peyton could not play against the Patriots' no. defense. He just was getting fu- – you know, Belichick would just eat him alive. Him and Romeo Cornell and like the Patriots defense then was like so in sync. I mean, they were all, you know, old veterans that were just fucking great. You know, they weren't great everywhere else, but they just fit together well here and they all did their job correctly. They used to and they just, just hit too. We yeah. don't these, these are we don't really have any like big hitters left on no. the Pats. There's no like yeah exactly. Like Rodney Mayo Harrison is a hitter. Rodney Harrison isn't coming down from safety like Devin. Yeah, him and Devin McCourty don't like. No, they're not the same type of. McCourty player. might be a better tackler, but. It's always just like well, Rodney Harrison was a headhunter. Yeah, and would try and kill you. Like yeah. he would literally try and kill you. With I was, yeah. The last big hitter they had was Brandon Merriweather, who was one of my favorite players of all time. He was a fucking. <laughs> he he literally would be in prison if football was like not played in like a fucking league because he, all he would try and do was hit you in the head with his yeah. head. And that he's was the only one of those. He did. Like if someone were to like sue him, yeah. be like, dude, what you did was not. This is not like nobody else is doing this. You're, this is like a violent, illegal act. Like, uh, I think they would get, get away with it. I went to a. I remember, I just remember it so uh, so vividly. I was, uh, you know, he did it a couple times. He had a couple headshots, and this is when they first started like the uh, targeting like defensive player things. They uh, we were playing the Baltimore Ravens, and it was like a day game. The Patriots. It was like 2009 when they were like not. They were like really rebuilding. But, uh, you know, they kept winning, so like, it was not, not seen as a rebuilding year. Yeah. And this is the year they got blown out by the Ravens in the yeah, playoffs. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the Ravens are pretty good. Uh, the, they traded Moss, like, midway through the season. Uh, no, that was the next year. This oh, they is, did it after that? Yeah, that was 2010. So in 2009, this is, you know, the year that they were giving up, like, a zillion yards. Yeah. It was a Dalius Thomas, like, all those, team, that, all those guys just didn't play right. This is, like, the famous quote uh, in, like, the documentary. Where uh, Belichick's like, I just can't get these guys to play how we have to play. Yeah. Uh, when they got blown up by the Saints. And he's talking to Brady. <laughs> yeah. He's a, it's on like the sidelines against the Saints, and they just got beat by like fifty. They couldn't uh, keep up. And um, so wherever I'm in the fucking, I remember being in the sun, being so hot. And Brandon Merriweather had done it a few times. He hit a couple guys in the head, and then Todd Heap caught a pass over in the middle, and he fucking and uh, Merriweather launched himself <laughs> and fucking full extension helmet to helmet Todd Heap. Knocked him out cold. People thought he was fucking paralyzed. And they, you know, they, I don't know if they stretched him off or whatever they did with Todd Heap so long ago. But all I remember was people booing Brandon Merriweather. <laughs> they were like, fucking enough with this guy already. He's literally a killer on the field. He's unsafe to uh, watch. That's what I kind of like. I would, 
Because football now is definitely a thing where you kind of get around with everyone and watch it. Like, girls, like, whatever. You go to the bars, like, there's guys out with girls and shit like that. It's like, everyone just goes. But if you put on football from, like, the mid-90s, I feel like it would take about two years until all girls stopped watching football. And was like, this is just... It was barbaric. I still... I mean, some of the biggest hits i ever seen was, like, you know, the 2001 team. It was Jerome Payson. Do you remember this hit? It was uh, the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, came to Foxborough, um, and they sent Jerome Pathan. Was like a, he ran like a fucking quick slant or something, and Brian Cox fucking decleated him <laughs> like you've never seen someone decleated. It was a clean hit, but this guy literally—I thought he was dead on the field. There, there's got to be clips of it on YouTube. You can look it up at home, Malcolm Goers. But it's a, a pretty famous hit. If you haven't been following the Patriots for a fucking decades like i have i mean i can't remember a bigger one i just do i miss other the than way the brandon merriweather to todd heap that dns used to be able to sack quarterbacks yeah. like they used to come in and just want, like dive head first and just just yeah. fucking smoke this, these guys clothesline them they could bring you down by the neck they could there's some anything. good uh lawrence taylor clips online like they like nfl like played uh you know the same thing they did with brady's thing today where it was like all his touchdowns in the playoffs mm. they did like uh his his playoffs sacks or something and he was he was diving from like 50 yards away <laughs> over fucking linemen helmet to helmet with yeah. the quarterback fucking broke joe Theisman's leg in half the fact that any quarterback actually finished the season was amazing because they used to be able to pick you up and, and then drive you and drop you and like smash you into the ground you can't pick up a quarterback and pile <laughs> drive him into the touch ground them now no. no usually you just have to like wrap them up and they'll just blow the whistle you don't have to actually bring them to the ground that is, yeah, that's definitely old school football. Just, yeah, it was uh, a lot crazier. Even ten years ago, it was a lot crazier. Even, that's when it first started, and everyone was complaining. It's just gotten kind of progressively worse. Like when, whenever they, when they changed the rules for like pass interference in like two thousand four or whatever five, yeah. that kind of like started it fucking snowballing to like now it's illegal defenses, you know, illegal uh, touching oh, yeah. the fucking. Uh, defenseless receivers, I think they, all this crazy shit. They actually kind of fucked themselves because before it used to be, you know, the ride receivers never really get free breaks. They would always be held, so they're never yeah. running full speed. And then they went to this, all right, you're not allowed to touch them. So those receivers get, you Fucking, know, free releases. They'd be scorching down the field, going, yeah. like, right across the middle. And then safeties would just bury them because they were coming so fast. Before, it was kind of a lot slower. The game wasn't... Yeah, it, w- it wasn't as fast because, yeah, they were getting tugged on fucking yeah, 10 yards. all the way downfield until the ball was in the air. Yeah. So you could never really, yeah. Um, so, I mean, where do, you, where do you think we stand with these coaches? At this point, I think Patricia might be the only guy that gets a job. Uh, yeah, that's what... Which is weird. Well, you if you're McDaniels, think I think McDaniels should just stay. He's pretty much the offensive head coach. You know, they yeah. pretty much do what Dick LeBeau is doing in th- for the Titans. Yeah. Like, uh, the Titans might lose their... Head coach, but Dick LeBeau is like they're also their head coach. It's yeah. Like, uh, so I think McDaniel should just stay and then eventually take over the Patriots for the team. Why I thought so too. I don't see what, why you wouldn't. I mean, he's, yeah. I mean, I I saw it more when Jimmy was still here. Like, okay, if you could keep Jimmy and Tom for like three or four more years, and then Tom retires at like forty-five, Bill retires with him, and then you know Josh takes over the team with Jimmy. That made sense to me in my head. Um, but obviously, Jimmy wants to start and make a bazillion dollars. Um, but I, I don't know. I get. I don't really know why. I never really understood what's the benefit of being the head coach. Uh, I don't know. I guess pride. Well, these guys are like you know they all are super competitive and they want to be the boss, the guy that does it. I mean, nobody remembers the fucking offensive coordinator that won all those Super Bowls. 
Yeah, but he's. I mean, unless you're in his thirties, right? Is he even forty years uh, old? Yet? Yeah, Josh is. I think Josh is like one year older than Brady. He's like so probably like, like forty-two 41. or something. So he has another twenty years in the league to coach football. Yeah, he's fine. So just I hang think. around for you know seven more years. Uh, but you only get a short period of time where you're like the hot coach that people want. Especially if like when Tom leaves or something and the offense doesn't look as good, it's not as it's not as fucking sharp. You know I what I mean? Know. I, it's tough to say. Like if you're a veteran, they give head coaching jobs to any fucking well, they idiot used to. these days. Now they give it to like fucking. They'll find some hot shot from fucking. That's what I'm saying. University of fucking Wyoming and be like, oh, this guy's the up and comer. If your defense has one good year, the defense coordinator is automatically a head coach somewhere. Yeah. And I I just don't. I know, and that's why Patricia. Which I think I honestly I, I don't know. I know he's super smart. I just don't know if he's a head coach. I mean, yeah. I, he looks like a failure to me, and I could be completely wrong. I mean, I think you need at least five years to decide if you could be a good coach or not. Yet the league only gives you two. Yeah, especially if he goes to the Giants, where he's going to get ripped apart constantly if he yeah. makes any mistakes. I just don't know if he can coach a fucking team. I really think he runs Belichick's defense, and anytime there's a mistake, like anytime there's like a bad start to a season, I think that's Belichick having the. The fucking defensive coordinator coach the defense. Oh, until Belichick. Until he's like, him. okay, this is how you fix it. Like, yeah. he, like he, he like lets them because that's why he always says it's like a, um, it's like a, it's an extension of the preseason. I think he fucking tests the coaches. You know how like in like week four he'll or three he'll have like the uh, he'll he'll leave or something and he'll have like um, the coaches coach like he'll have like the offensive coordinator be the head coach or like when? something like that or At practice had, and shit. No, in the preseason, the games. So he'll oh, like yeah, yeah. he'll like he'll just stop being the coach. And he'll have the defensive coordinator call mm. the plays, or he'll do something crazy like that. And um, I think that's kind of what he does in the first four weeks. He has the coordinators decide like everything on the on game day. I like how he has like succession plans. Like he's a uh, like he's the president. He does <laughs> like he, nuclear war strikes? And I die. I die. <laughs> Josh goes yeah. up first, then Matt, then fucking <laughs> yeah. Brian, yeah, and then Tom. They and never fly the, together on the same plane. They're always. Like, <laughs> um, I've been going crazy this whole week about. The fucking media has just been attacking fucking Brady. Like they don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's every town, but like the Boston fucking media is just fucking hounds. They all they want to do is talk about because they like I I've said it a million times. They always want to see the kink in the armor of the Patriots. They well, don't ever so want to. They don't ever want to talk about fucking the team that's thirteen and three in the number one seed going into yeah. the playoffs. They want to talk about the ESPN article that makes them look like they're falling apart. They don't give a shit about anything else. So when they go up there. Like today, they had the press conferences, and Brady. They're asking Brady, like, "Oh, what do you think about your documentary?" And like, "What is this causing issues? Is it motivating you?" The ESPN article, and he's just like, "I get a fucking playoff game in three days. You want to talk about the playoffs?" And everyone's like, "Well, he 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 seemed really mean today. Like he he had an edge. Didn't smile at all." Actual actual tweet from a man. Tom Brady didn't smile at his press conference. Dude, these guys. It really is. It's just fucking pathetic fucking losers who just. They just, uh, I don't know what the fuck. I don't even know where these fucking people come from, but I don't know why everyone's so concerned about fucking feelings. They don't want to talk about football anymore. No, it's like just, just be a, he's a fucking man. He's 40 years old. Mm. Yeah, he gives a fuck what he looks like. I've been told, I mean, I've been told, like my, my source is in the stadium, I mean. Uh, so there was like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Damian Woody, uh, Brewski, McGinnis is like, there's always tension in that locker room. That's the way Belichick designed it. Yeah. That's, he makes it tension. He makes the tension in the locker room so these guys are fucking uncomfortable. The he, entire time the they're there. The whole yeah. entire time they're there. 
tension is not weird in that in that stadium. Like that's the way it's supposed to be. It's designed that way. It's the same way I treat my girlfriend. Exactly. It's just constant tension. Always just, yeah. on edge. She's Conferring them about their workout plans. Anything can happen. <laughs> yeah. Then they're asking like Belichick all the questions about the rift, and he's like, "Dude, I didn't even read it." And he, they're like, "Well, you won't answer any questions." I just want him to be up there and go. <laughs> he said, "No, you're gonna tell me something today, tough guy." I said, "All right, I'll tell you something. Go fuck your mother." <laughs> I had to set it up, uh, <laughs> but he's yeah. But in, uh, it's just pathetic. It's just these guys. Like, I guess you have to like, like these media people need to explain why they have a job every week. You know, like it's but not always, a real business. It's it's a ridiculous thing because everybody wants to be the guy that called out the end of the Patriots. They always want to be the guy that says they called it. Yeah, it's 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 basically you and your shitty friends when you're fucking teenagers at, hanging out at the fucking behind the school talking about you called it. That's it. Yeah, it, really it's, it was like, dude, I called it. All right, That's, I fucking yeah. saw. I knew he was gonna do it. I fucking called it. That's all they want to do. Which everyone continues to do because you never get the satisfaction of actually calling it. Like, if you call something, no one gives you the credit you feel like you deserved. It's, so you just continue to do it into your old age of being that's fucking... That's Max Kellerman is doing it. He won't stop. He yeah. just keeps pushing the deadline back. He'd be like, Tom Brady's finished. Like, two years ago, he's like, he's finished. He's got, like, a week left. He wins the Super Bowl. He wins an MVP. He's going to win... You know, he won another Super Bowl. And he's like, no, well, the clip's coming. It's coming. I mean, I did... I, do, I know it's coming. Yeah, I don't understand why yeah, you obviously. can't... You he's can't going to retire once at some point. You're a journalist, like be like, no, well, they can. Like you, listen. Here's the deal. We went back and read the last ten years worth of articles. You were right three times out of Ever. a thousand. Well, uh, <laughs> maybe you should just kill yourself. Most instead of these guys don't write articles. They barely talk about football or, or talk about the the game. You know, they want to be the funny, s- snarky guy that comes up with yeah. a funny joke about why Bill Belichick didn't talk to him and how he was a jerk during the press conference or what he's like. You know, behind the scenes or what Tom Brady's really like, and that's why. They don't give a shit about, you know, they just want to find a fucking problem. They want to be like TMZ and decide, uh, you know, what the fuck's bringing the Patriots down. Who could bring down this fucking massive uh, giant juggernaut that's never failed before? Why why, why is it happening now? They want to be the guy that uncovers yeah. their investigative fucking uh, inside edition type fucking Bill O'Reilly journalist. That's what they all – they're not – like, if you want to see a sports guy, Mike Reese is a sports guy. Like, yeah. he, he's the guy that he's he's the best Patriots guy to follow because he's no garbage. No, like, he's unless just something crazy a matter of fact up. guy. Unless this, he works for ESPN. Yeah. He went on a radio show. No, it was a TV show with Christian Fourier and Steve Burton. And, and uh, Fourier demolishes the ESPN piece. Like, it's garbage. It's a piece of shit. ESPN sucks. And Mike Reese is sitting next to him like, well, I work for ESPN, but honestly, like, you know, and he won't comment on it unless it's like absolutely has to be said. And he'll come in and he's the most dialed in to that team than anybody, more than anybody. He's yeah, trusted he, more than anybody. He just because he doesn't really fuck around. Yeah. He just says what's going on. No, yeah. He, yeah. I guess, I guess it's boring yeah. to say the Patriots went 13 and three again. And they yeah, got and the he'll buy. be like the guy that like, you know, he does football stuff. Yeah. He'd be like, well, you know, he, and he'll always be right. He'd be like, I could see a, a, a uh, a big game for like Philip Dorsett. He'll be mm. like, you know, Chris Hogan doesn't look ready to go because he's at practice, and he's like, well, it looks like Philip Dorsett's getting a lot of uh, uh, reps, and then he, and he'll fucking say it, and that will be the, and that's what I want to hear. I don't want to hear about this stupid shit, and he won't talk about it unless something absolutely is like boiling, like a boiling point, like he did this year. He like, what I see from it is that this is, and he'll be like, you know, it's grown men talking about you know tension. I don't think. Bill was forced to trade Jimmy, and he's the most dialed-in guy. He doesn't give you a hot take like everybody wants. No. He's not the hot take guy. That's why nobody 
you know, I don't hates understand. Mike Reese. No. Why is it? Why it's that crazy? The fact that all right, yeah, I guess they could have traded him to the Browns. They could have traded him to these other teams, but he got more. Yeah, that's why what now not it's just get him out of? He's in the a- NFC West. You see him once every four years on a team that's rebuilding. Like you might not, if you think Jimmy's a good quarterback, you might not see him for four years yeah. in the playoffs. Well, here's another thing. If you why is it so wrong? If you drafted a guy, trained him, built him up into a player. Why is it so crazy to want to do right by that guy? It's like yeah. it's it. That's what everyone's giving. I'm gonna sneeze in a second here. So maybe. Well, hold on. Hey, yo, lesson here, babe. Because you are a disgusting pile. I had a bit of a sound a soundboard mishap as I sneezed. But anyway, so I was like, you train this guy. Why? Why is everyone obsessed with getting the most you want? Like, what you traded this guy, you trained him, you built him up. He's your guy. Why not give him to the guy if he's not going to hurt you, right? Send him as far away as possible, the other coast, other conference, and um, go to a, a place that's going to help him become a successful quarterback. That was another uh, fun one I heard. Was that uh, everyone's obsessed with that? That Bill traded uh, Jimmy to the 49ers because that's Tom's hometown and that would really Visible. irk him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like he's he would have wanted 40 to go. Year. Dude, he hasn't I don't been understand. A, he hasn't been a 49ers fan since 2000 or 1999. That was uh, the last time he was a 49ers fan. He's been a Patriots fan for longer than he was a 49ers fan. I'll guarantee. Imagine being this emotional about everything. Yeah. Like if that really like, oh, you know, Jimmy got traded to the... That was my favorite team when I was... As 40 years old, like... I was at the the game when John uh, Montana threw the ball. Dwight Clark. Nobody uh, gives a shit. No. So that's, that's, that's what drives me nuts. Like, why send him to Cleveland with this an instability this, that goes on there? This country could really use a good, wholesome invasion. Like, fucking D-Day we, style, like, reverse. Out the weaklings. Yeah. I wouldn't mind. Imagine how bad that would suck to... Uh, it would be good, though. It, you know. I'd probably die first. It wouldn't be fucking pretty. I, be, yeah. I have nothing to protect no. me. Um, yeah, I would be. Yeah, when the soldiers like when they kept advancing like yeah. into France, like I would be definitely a guy that the that the German soldiers came into my house and yeah. raped my I'd wife. Have, <laughs> I just have like a German fucking like uniform that yeah. I can put on. Like yeah, I'm with you guys. No. Nah, yes, fucking <laughs> fear. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you guys are up to, I'm I'm with that. No, he's got good stuff in here. <laughs> you guys want to come in for a drink or? Um, uh, so anyway, I mean, uh, yeah, I just been sick of it the whole time. I mean, the whole time that like. They're they're doing this. They're talking about Tom Brady smiling, like not or not smiling at press conferences. I'm looking at stuff on ESPN of fucking Mike Mitchell in Pittsburgh guaranteeing they're going to win in New England. Uh, Le'Veon Bell saying he's going to retire if he does if he gets uh, franchise tagged again. I'm like, this is fucking Pittsburgh right now is going off the rails and they're uh, worried. Jacksonville. I'm like Jacksonville. They don't even care that they're playing Jacksonville. Jacksonville is a fucking problem. I think that Jacksonville is going is to, good. Dude, I think they fucking don't even realize what's happening. Like, yeah, ja- that, Jacksonville. Sure, they don't have a great fucking quarterback, but their defense is fucking ferocious. Dude, that front fucking f- Marshall Darius is their backup D tackle, and he's a fucking monster. He's a fucking all pro. Dude, they hit hard. Their linebackers had the guy who like. Led the league in line in tackles yeah. for the last like fourteen years. This that no one even knows his name. Is he like German or what, something? Przlizny? Yeah, Przlizny. Uh, yeah, Polish. Dude, they have awesome. Ramsey fucking, is fucking. Yeah. Oh, that guy is just. Dude, he made AJ Green cry on the field. That guy is fucking. He must good. get in your head like crazy. Yeah. So I think the Pittsburgh doesn't even realize what the fuck they're facing right no, now. No, they're they in, got beat bad by them in fucking week five in Pittsburgh, and, and just, no Antonio Brown, right? So uh, I think he's gonna play. I don't know if he's going to I don't know how good. I mean, uh, that defense. I mean, if Jalen Ramsey's on him, he's going to be manned up one-on-one. That's a weird spread. The Jacksonville's getting like a seven. seven. 
Which Seems high. I mean, every it, single underdog last week covered. Yeah. All the, or the, one. Right? Tennessee won outright. And a couple won, yeah. Uh, and Falcons. And the Falcons won. Um, well, people are hot on the Falcons right now. They That's think another gonna, one. They think they're turning the corner are now, you, finally. To be a road favorite? In. Are you fucking crazy? This is the NFL. At Philadelphia. Uh, you don't really give a road fi- to a dome team? I don't know. Uh, that doesn't seem right know. to me. Fucking Atlanta's not that good. I mean, no. They beat, they beat a, uh, a fucking rookie head coach. And, and a, a second-year quarterback, second quarterback. And a team who fumbled twice inside their own 20. Yeah. yeah. All right. You guys won, technically. Yeah. <laughs> they barely won. Yeah. I mean, they're like if I, I just don't see a way that the Vikings don't come out of the NFC, honestly. Or the Saints. I mean, it's whoever wins that game, I think. Because yeah. I could see the Saints winning. Drew Brees is I don't think anybody... If, if it's anybody but the Vikings, the Patriots or whoever's coming from the AFC is going to win the fucking Super Bowl. Yeah, Vikings or Saints. I mean, dude, that Saints defense is... Got it's, better. Yeah. You know how bad, remember how bad great. they were? We yeah, too. Tom Brady had zero problems. There's, he was just whipping it around the field. I almost forgot day. we played them. Yeah, we really did. They smoked them. But, yeah. uh, In New Orleans. Yeah. Uh, and, and everyone was ready to fucking fire That Peyton. was a game when um, what was the, the Pats went like 2-2 two and two to start the year. Yeah, and it? that was the second game of the year. They, they lost bad to the Chiefs. Chiefs and, and then, then they, they came played back, at yeah. New Orleans and, yeah. and beat the shit out of them. Um, New Orleans played good, and you know, but... Well, Who else did they lose to? The Steelers? No. They lost to the Panthers, and then they lost to the Dumb Dolphins. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, Tom Brady's got his documentary that got me so fired up. Uh, I, I want to play it, but we're kind of running out of time here. I might, we might as well play it, because I just want to play the one line that fires me up so much. <laughs> what are you willing to do, and what are you willing to give up to be the best you can be? You only have so much energy, and the clock's ticking on all of us. If you're going to compete against me, you better be willing to give up your life because I'm giving up mine. <laughs> End zone touchdown! Jay-Z taught us 30 is the new 20, and Tom Brady is showing us 40 is the new 30. Whatever, this thing looks amazing. We don't really have to go. About me. You get a warrior I'm always in competition with myself. You know, I have to say, I don't think I've ever met anyone running around that loves to lose something, something as much as And a helmet and shoulder pads. People wonder Don't why this guy is so good. Sprinting around training in the fucking rainforest. When I see myself out there, I feel like, man, I still do this and I do it better than I've ever done it. So why should I stop? Why do people? I don't understand why people hate that guy. I've been in fights for fucking weeks on Twitter with the same people, the same fucking eggs on Twitter that just talk about how uh, Tom Brady's a cheater and not good without Belichick. The, the, his mentality is better than everybody no, else. Be, yeah, it's his, it's fucking his crazy. Menta- he just said that he's willing to die. Like if you're not willing to die to beat him, he, he you can't win. He's literally willing to die on the football field. I never really understood the big deal. Like oh, they're cheating, they're cheating. It's like yeah, you don't think they're cheating? There's millions of dollars at stake for every single player who fucking steps on that field every year. If they have a great year, they can become they get a hundred million dollar contract. I would cheat my fucking ass off like if I had the opportunity. You get nothing. I don't know. I'm just I'm excited about that documentary. Um, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, but that's everyone was attacked. Why would you uh, let a documentary trailer come out on the week of a playoff? He's like, I just want to talk about Tennessee. Like, but you're not smiling. You're obviously agitated. Uh, can I have an answer? No. Let's talk about Tennessee. He probably had nothing even to do with it. The company that he probably did it with was like, yeah, this is the most heat you're going to get for this documentary for the the Patriots. Yeah. This is they're in the playoffs. Like, yeah, let's let this everyone know a documentary is coming out. 
about his fucking TB12 center, his TB12 lifestyle, everything. His book, his fucking everything. Of course, he's going to release the movie, and it's going to be behind the scenes. It's going to be how he lives his life, and... You know, he wants people to see it and, and fucking Eventually believe find it. out, yeah, he's the leader of a cult. Yeah. <laughs> I'd fucking And a lot of people will probably follow it. <laughs> you don't give it. David Koresh. I'd fucking burn myself alive with all his fucking uh, disciples. Um, but I guess uh, we should talk about the Titans, technically. Might be. Might. I mean, <laughs> I mean technically, I, want to talk about, I do want to talk about James Harrison, because I don't think we talked about him, but he looked fucking Oh, yeah. No, he didn't. Great. He was solid. Fucking two weeks ago. I mean... Yeah, it was the end of the game, and all it was was pass rush. But fucking the motor on the guy never stopped. Two no. sacks to end the game, a forced fumble. Can't you just see that fucking paying dividends in the fucking playoffs? And he does look – he just – yeah, he looks like one of those guys that, like, just gives it 100% every play. Every like, play. You just, there's it's no questions. Monster. Like, he wants it pretty bad. Yeah. And even if he just came in to play first downs just yeah. to stop the run because they need that pretty bad on defense. Especially this week, which the best the, – the, the, the best part is that uh, – you know, everyone was talking about they, they brought uh, James Harrison in for, for info on the Steelers. They, they, they need the intel in the Steelers. They, they've beaten the Steelers 100 times out of 100. There's they no don't intel need, in fucking football. Need, he doesn't need the intel on the Steelers' offense. They know how to beat the Steelers' offense. They played they've them already. It. They know all yeah. their, their calls, so they can be like, oh, yeah, they were saying this when they ran this play. They all right, they James Harrison they gotta change to, him. to fucking stu- to be on the edge because yeah. they could not contain Anybody, they could not set an edge to save their lives. I've been saying it the whole year on this podcast. He's, uh, we've been saying it. James Harrison came in, set the edge like nobody set the edge it's all so season. It's so simple too. He's just fucking a stout guy, mm. knows how to play football. He's savvy. The only time he's ever going to give us fucking any information is this week because Dick LeBeau is, was his fucking defensive yeah. coordinator for like a, a decade. That's it's the weird thing about like you'll know everything. He's they doing. act like there's a lot to hide and no. run. It's on film. Everyone, runs everyone the knows play. exactly. You can hear what's everything happening. when you're on the yeah. field, like. Bra- like and and Tom Brady's the best intel you can have on a defense. He's seen every single defensive coverage, every defensive coordinator ever. Yeah, he knows everything. The about only it. intel he has on the Steelers is how many women Big Ben actually raped. <laughs> so if that number turns out to be seven, we can finally get seven. the real number out there. Poor Ben. <laughs> Just don't let that guy near a bathroom. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Tennessee. Um, they got the Mariota. Mariota. They got no. Uh, you know, Derrick Henry's the starter. Which Derrick Henry was at the fucking national championship game on Monday. Yeah. So did I. I Wait, like, and they think, play in Tennessee. That game was in Georgia. That that game was in Georgia. He had just come back probably from Kansas City. Um, you know, Monday is film day usually oh, for arrest. players. You figure what the fuck? It's usually film day. For I players. saw that. I didn't think it was him at first. And then Tuesday's the player's day off, but, like, do you think that anybody from the Patriots would be at the national championship game? No. Like, not even... Hightower's going down there to watch... Fucking well, Hightower there. was there, but he's on IR, so it doesn't matter oh, yeah, if he's there. Sure. But, like, Malcolm Mitchell uh, wasn't there. Fucking that was a fucking David awesome Andrews game. wasn't there. That was a cl- just yeah. a classic SEC fucking SEC. national championship battle. I fucking... The balls. Saban just pulls the fucking starting quarterback that played all year like, at halftime. He's yeah. like, all right, uh, freshman, you win. You win the game instead. Yeah, that was crazy. That was uh, both those teams. Like, it's just weird how big and fast like got. Because in college, like there was some guys on the front line of like Alabama who you're like, this guy could probably play for the Patriots this weekend, Saturday, and yeah. be like a problem yeah. that quickly. Like these guys are just that good. That Georgia early. and Alabama have a lot of first round picks. Yeah, like, that, that Georgia's defense was yeah. just as good as Alabama's. They, they were better. Fucking loaded. That's. I mean, if they fucking left Jalen Hurts in. That no way, fucking, no. they were gonna win that game. That uh, that safety for Alabama, like Fitzpatrick, yeah. is a fucking monster. Yeah, it's a lot just of across the board too. 
a lot of that stuff was weird. I mean, that touchdown, like that, I don't remember if it was fourth down, but he threw that touchdown to uh, Calvin Ridley in the end zone. Oh, yeah. He was like scrambling and just lobbed it, and mm. fucking Ridley came under it in the middle of the end zone. 1,000%. If you look at that play again, he was not throwing it to him. He had no idea he was there. <laughs> he was throwing <laughs> he it to the guy it. behind him. <clears throat> so he was like, he threw it like two yards short of the guy behind him, and Ridley just happened to come out of nowhere and catch it. I was like, there's no way. He it is insane, there. too, that like the best, both wide receivers, the best on your team were brothers. It's like that. It's fucking, yeah, that's weird. Oh. That's SEC for you, though. Yeah. Brothers and sisters fucking all over the place. Um, best little Conti brothers had was fucking... No. Uh, so are you wrestling ping, wins ping, ping pong yeah <laughs> we're pretty good at that um so i mean what do they got on defense in tennessee they got logan ryan they do have a, a decent he'll, he'll know yeah and, you know they got a good scheme um logan ryan dick lebeau i mean Brady. i think brady's got like a he's like 11 and 3 or something again or maybe like 11 and 2 against dick lebeau uh defenses i mean the harrison like we said will know the everything about their defense it doesn't matter he'll know the calls he'll know everything about it um I guess the only thing that gives give him trouble is if Derrick Henry blows up. Yeah, yeah, runs like he did last week, which, honestly, watching that game, too, they should have gave the ball more to Derrick Henry. Every single time they got inside the 30, Tennessee last against the Chiefs, they started throwing the ball. It's like Derrick Henry ran the ball all the way down the field. Just keep fucking running the ball. That's a team. That's a, like, if you watch playoff, the playoffs list this week, for some reason, like, teams get in, like, important situations, and they don't give the ball to their best player. Like, anytime it's on fourth down, Brady's probably going to throw yeah. because he's your best player. And other teams will try to throw it with these shit-bum quarterbacks. Like, no, just give it to your running back. You know Gurley is doing. your best player. Fournette, like, they did it four times on the goal line against um, when they played, uh, who did they, Buffalo. They just give yeah. Fournette your best player. He's your best, get best guy on the team. Just give it to him four times and see if he can beat Didn't you. Didn't fucking dumb Bortles throw yeah. a fourth down touchdown pass. Um, so, anyway, yeah, and they got fucking Hogan's coming back this week. You got fucking two more weeks of Kenny Britt getting used to the offense. Yeah, he could actually make a, make a difference. You know, he might get Burkhead back. I don't know. He might. James Van White Noy is back. probably the biggest one. Van Noy is going to come James back. James White huge. is big, too. Um, Alan Branch is coming back. A lot of guys coming back, getting healthy. Gronkowski is as healthy as he's ever been in the playoffs. Yeah. Has, didn't play in the playoffs last year. He's going to be all fired up. And that he's is so, weird. They, he, I, don't even, I forget that he didn't play at all. He didn't play at all. Travis Kelsey tore up the fucking Titans last week. How much does it suck, too, that we almost had Michael Bennett, too, for the... Uh, Marty Bennett. Marty Bennett, yeah. Imagine. They wouldn't have Kenny Britt, but he hasn't done anything. I mean, having uh, Bennett and fucking Gronk... And Bennett would have been awesome. Right now would have been so good. I mean, you would have been unstoppable. I mean, yeah. Deion Lewis would have been running everywhere. It would have been crazy. Um, At least Dwayne Allen's starting to kind he's, of put he's playing, Yeah, he's, he's playing well. He's definitely better than he at the beginning. Yeah. He was, yeah, now he's like actually somewhat of a threat to catch the ball. He can um, block. He's actually like making plays. Like, yeah. He, yeah. Coaches seem to love him. I don't know. They look like they're. I don't know. Their offense looks pretty well rounded. I mean, the only thing they don't really have going is the deep ball. Like they haven't really connected on that with, since Hogan went out. I like, think it was a lot of Brady. I don't know. Maybe his Achilles hurt him. Do you know he has a thought. broken hand? Is that true? No, he doesn't have a broken hand. Someone said his left hand's broken. No, they're stupid because they don't even put it on the injury report. You'd have to. Yeah, that would be a little aggressive. Yeah, you can't not put it on the injury report. They just put left hand. You wouldn't have to say it was broken. And, um, no, I think that the Achilles might have actually, you know, actually hindered him a little bit, throwing it deep. And that, and I just think that he was getting, uh, you know, nobody was getting separation for a while. He was getting really fucking pissed off about it. He was heaving the ball, and I was – it's the worst offense ever is fucking when Tom Brady drops back, can't find anybody, and just heaves it. That's my least favorite thing he does. Yeah, Like, if he sees, like, single coverage – 
deep and he just fucking bombs it. I'm like, this never works. It never, ever works. What do you think about uh, a lot of people will trash like Brandon Cooks this year? You're going to trash a thousand yard receiver? That's what I was saying. Everyone's like, well, I thought he was going to come in and have like 1,500 yards. It's like, no, but he had 1,100. He had 1,100, fucking... like eight touchdowns. In like 70 catches. Like, yeah. that's, yeah, top yeah. 10 receiver in the league. Everyone's like, yeah, but he's not, you know, I thought he was going to be one of these guys. He doesn't fight for deep balls. Well, well, he's, he's he five, exactly six. exactly what he does is fight for deep balls. And he's a speed guy. Like, yeah. he's, yeah, he's not. He's not a fucking, he's not Randy Moss. People expected him to be exactly, Randy Moss. Yeah. Which was giant and make ridiculous catches yeah. and just make everybody look stupid. He's fucking the size of Edelman, but f- as fast as Randy it Moss. runs some of the best routes on the, yeah. on the sidelines. Like, he's just a great route. Yeah. And he gets, and he's a fucking, he's a competitor. Yeah. Like, the, even Belichick was saying today that he's never missed a, p- a play in practice. Yeah. He's, he, he's at every practice. He's at every game. He's fucking plays as hard as he can. Sometimes he's not as good. You know, he had a bad game against Miami, but he fights through everything. He fucking wants to win. Never stops. Uh, you know, the only time I seen him make a bad play was against the Jets, where he fucking held up on his route running uh, the up the middle, and they Brady overthrew him. Would have been an easy touchdown. But that's it. I mean, I mean, the biggest thing this week is you're a thirteen and a half point favorite. I mean, it's gonna be like cold and sleety and rainy. It's gonna be like fifty. It's almost ideal. It's weird. It's gonna be fifty in the morning and then like. 20 at night. Ugh, it's weird. It's going to be like a 30, 30 degree to 40 degree drop in a day. And then, um, yeah, you contain Mariota. Don't let him get outside. Make him throw the ball all day. I don't know. I don't think you can lose. I mean, I don't think Brady is going to have too much trouble, especially with the new uh, with Hogan coming back, with um, even if Malcolm Mitchell comes back. I don't even know if he's going to come back this whole season, but if he does, he comes back. If anybody comes back, you know, it's going to be a lot of fucking – I think you just fucking give Deion Lewis the ball. He's I don't know. Tennessee's got a pretty good run defense. They got a, I, I don't even care who Deion just makes guys he looks miss. Really good. I he's probably the best running back they've had in what overall? Yeah, since fucking the Dylan years. Corey, Corey Dylan. Yeah, I mean he's I mean, definitely the most exciting guy they've had. Yeah, they've like, never. Blount had a, was solid, but he was never. You know, he wasn't gonna. Yeah, he wasn't gonna shake guys like Deion Lewis. Like if yeah. Deion Lewis is in space one on one versus someone. It's over. Do the, the against the Jets, he was starting to do like two things, right? So the first, to back up my point, he went out. I think it was a swing pass, and he went out and he had Buster Screen, pretty athletic cornerback, one on one. He ran around him like he wasn't even there, yeah. Like he was a traffic cone, and Buster Screen was like he was standing there like an, as like, like like he was on defense in basketball, and then dove at his legs, which. I mean, they had, like, 10 yards from, like, sideline to another player. So, like, he ran to the left, probably had, like, three or four yards to the sideline. He fucking dove and completely missed him. Yeah. I was like, how? How do you miss him right there? He swiped at his legs, didn't touch him, and he just laid on the ground. He's like, what the fuck just happened? And he almost just runs right by him. I was like, nobody can do that. Nobody else can do that. And he can stop and get back going real quick. He does do that a lot, where a lot of times you'll see guys, like, take – bad angles at him and yeah. you don't like i think his speed is just so subtle and he just can kick it up so quickly that he was doing that and then he started doing this weird thing where he was like doing Le'Veon bell style running uh, yeah. and i was watching i was like i fucking love this he, yeah he uh, <laughs> there was a play he went off tackle to the left and uh he beat the he beat the um the pulling guard so he just stood there wait literally like stood there waited till who, the pulling guard came and blew out the defensive end and he fucking sprinted behind him for like twelve yards. I'm like, yeah, they're like, 
Did you see the hesitation move? Tony Romo was going nuts. He was like, the hesitation, Dion Lewis. He fucking stood there. That guy stinks, by the way. I like Everyone Romo, loves actually. I fucking I like Bugsby. I thought he was good. I mean, I like that he was like he was clearly the best quarterback in the Buffalo Jacksonville fucking stadium that day. He was like, oh, yeah, I could funny. go down. He could have went down and <laughs> played hilarious. for Jacksonville and probably <laughs> won the Super Bowl this year. Yeah. If they have – they're a scary Seriously. team because, I mean – they still get so much cap space because they're still like they've been building the team all on draft picks for yeah. so long. Now that they got all these players that are really good, they're pretty much all defense yeah. and offensive line, like. all stacked defense. Yeah. They have good wide receivers. If they get a quarterback next year, they're going to be a threat for the one seed. Yeah, and it's going well, to be seriously. I, I don't gonna, know if they get like. I mean, I felt that way about Oakland this year. Like if Alex Smith goes there next year, they'd be pretty fucking good. Yeah, um, someone that doesn't turn the ball over and just hand you know. I think they'd be fucking good, but they could. Yeah, they definitely have a shit. Their defense. I could see them beating Jack. I mean, I think they could be Pittsburgh this week, but anyway, yeah, I, I just think, think you, yeah, give Dion Lewis the ball twenty, twenty-five times. He'll have one hundred and thirty yards rushing. One hundred and thirty yards rushing. If he gets the ball that much, I don't know. I you, you don't want to wear him out. I mean, you got him. Um, this this team is more of a like fucking. I think that um, the Rams did like a lot of screens on this team and just beat him for like a thousand yards. Right. Really? So I think that that'd be a big part of this game, which is why getting James White back would be great. I think that um, a team like Tennessee, like a, an early, like a like a newcomer to the playoffs, is going to be like a little bit shook going to Gillette Stadium for a night game in the yeah, playoffs. Yeah. A lot of teams do that. Like teams that aren't like that are teams that Patriots play a lot, like the Jets weren't, or like the Ravens, or even like um, the Steelers. But like. Um, like teams that are like newcomers to the playoffs, like the young Colts that came with like Andrew Luck, or like the Kansas City Chiefs, they just come and they're like already Houston. They're already yeah. beat before they even go like play. They're just they're at the stadium and it's just they, it's a house of like that's doesn't know losses in the playoffs very much. So people do, just, they just go and they just expect to lose. And Tennessee, I think, is going to be kind of like that. They were like they were ready to fire their coach if they lost in Kansas City last Which week. Which is insane to me. How can you make the playoffs <laughs> and fire your coach because your quarterback yeah. sucks? And they went, They were literally like, Josh McDaniels is going to be the head coach of the Titans after this game. And fucking they won. And they were like, he's still our coach. The yeah. fucking owner like was in the was in the locker room like, wait, you get another game. Uh-huh. Like she was like a lady. The, la- the lady owner was like, look, now you can still be the coach. And um, everyone was excited. I was like, the fuck? So um, I don't know. I think a team like this is just – they're going to be spooked. Um I mean, you keep Mariota in the pocket. Make him throw the ball all day. Uh, I think he's going to make enough mistakes where the defense can capitalize. I'd like to see the defense start making some more turnovers. They don't have very many threats at wide receiver. Like, Delaney Walker is uh, good, but, like, besides that, their receivers Decker kind of underwhelmed. Oh, yeah, Decker uh, is. Corey Davis Decker's underwhelmed. Decker's always like that. Yeah. He's always like, oh, Eric Decker. Because I think he had one good year in Denver, and then yeah. everyone just thought he he's just not that good. Peyton Manning could have made it. He made fucking a lot of wide receivers a lot yeah. of money. Um, Brady did the same thing, but I mean, fucking Peyton Manning really did it because he mm. was the fucking, you know, he would throw every, all game. So he would fucking make like Demarius Thomas, like who hasn't been the same, Emmanuel Sanders, who hasn't been the same. No. Derek Decker was like fucking legit. I mean, what do you have like a hundred something catches, fucking ten touchdowns? Yeah, Jets paid him like a billion dollars. He had a crazy year. Yeah, yeah, never. So I don't know. I think that uh, Brady. Two weeks rest is going to feel better. Um, I know they took Hogan and, and Brady and fucking Van Noy off the injury report. So I think the Patriots are going to just – I think they're going to impose their will on this team. I think it's going to be like 35-10. I think it's going to be a big win. You think it's just going to be a smack? I think that they're going to 
They're going to I think the Patriots will go up like 10 nothing early and then the fucking Titans are going to kind of fucking crumble. Yeah, honestly, I don't really I don't really see them scoring. Like every single time you get into one of these games like halfway through the game that you know, the Titans will have like 7 points and then they like just can't do anything the rest of the game. Like the Pats defense never like they're not flashy with sacks, they're not flashy with this other type of stuff, but they just don't let you score somehow. Like you no. never score on them. Sometimes I mean, and they always there's always the big thing of Mariota doesn't make many mistakes, but you know, it's just it's I don't know. I, the the fucking Titans, like their best win was the Chiefs win. And then everything else, they beat like the Colts by three. They went to overtime against the Browns. Yeah. I mean, they're not like this great fucking team. I mean they, no. they had a they were uh outscored during this during the season, which is like unheard of for a <laughs> playoff team. Like the Patriots were a uh, hundred plus one fifty or something, and in the and the fucking Titans were minus twenty or something like that yeah. on the season, and you're in the playoffs. I think, uh, yeah, I just think it's one of those games where I don't, I don't see the Titans scoring. I see it being, eh, I'm pretty much in like the same ballpark. I see it being like thirty-one to like twelve. All right, you got anything to plug? Thirty-one to twelve. What a weird, t- weird numbers. <laughs> <laughs> I got a uh, no. Nah, well, Walnut Tree Cafe next Ooh. week. You want to come celebrate a victory? It's our uh, one-year anniversary at the uh, Nut. Oh, I love it. Um, yeah, I'd love to see. For me, I'd love to see the fucking secondary get some turnovers this week. Get fucking a lot of you know. Get some fucking forced fumbles. Get fucking James Harrison. Yeah, that'd be nice. A, a nice forced fumble. Get this fucking. You know how fired up everyone's gonna be. James Harrison gets a forced fumble. No, Malcolm Butler punching balls out. Yeah, there. get something going. Um, so. For us, uh, I'm excited to be back podcasting. Um, God forbid they lose. This will probably be the last podcast of the year, um, you know, of the season anyway, unless we do a fucking eulogy next week. But if they lose to the Titans, we're fucking. I'm I, not doing. I'm, podcast. I'm shutting <laughs> the podcast down. <laughs> That'd be but, pathetic. Um, you know, as always, contact us on Twitter and stop hating. Stop, stop hate. Hating season is over. It's closed. It's uh, playoffs. We're yeah. gonna come together. So, uh, talking Mal- to you, Tammy, at Malcolm Go Pod. On Twitter at Brady Disciple on Twitter and Malcolm Go Podcast at Gmail dot com. Um, that's where I get most of my info, most of the uh, most of the fan mail and fan hate mail, which I get quite often, um, and dick pics too, which are always appreciated and sent. Um, so until next week, let's go Pat. Get that w. Do your job. All right, don't try to make too much out of it. Just do your job. Seven, eight months ago, right? All for this moment. It's about honor. It's about respect. We win this game. You're honored. Your kids are honored. Your family's honored. Stack receivers, two to the right. Russell Wilson extends the hands. He has it. Wilson, quick throw. And it's intercepted. Intercepted to
it, bro. I love you. I love you. You work your ass off. You're the greatest you quarterback it. in the world, man. Hey, I love you, man. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.